Welcome to this video. Today I have a guest I was looking forward to very much. He's founder of Elevator Coffee, but he's also the current US champion in coffee roasting. And the person I'm talking about is Andrew Coe. Hello, Andrew. Hi, good morning. How are you? Hey, so nice to have you. Thanks a lot for, for taking your time. Of course, in this video, we will talk a lot about coffee roasting and also coffee roasting championships, because there uh, you obviously know quite a bit about. And, um, but before we start to, to get into that, maybe you can introduce yourself, who you are, and what's, especially what is your way in coffee, and also tell a bit about Elevator Coffee, just a bit like your background, where you come from. Yeah, so uh, I have kind of a circuitous path to get into coffee. Um, I was a uh, student in mathematics. I, had a, I have a master's degree in math. And I thought that I was going to be an actuary. Um, but I moved to Seattle. My girlfriend, who is now my wife, lived there. And I just needed a job. Um, and I got a job at a kind of a Starbucks, similar to a Starbucks, uh, called Tully's. And just because they had health insurance and I was kind of just needing a job and uh, I really fell in love with coffee and cafes and I had coffee there that actually tasted good to me for the first time in my life. And so it became an interest. Um, I left that job and became a civil engineer for eight years. Uh, but in the background, I started to play around with coffee as a hobby. I became a home roaster. I used an air popcorn popper first, uh, then a B-more, and then an Aleo bullet. Um, and then my wife and I moved to Portland in 2013. And Portland is a kind of a hub of specialty coffee people. And there are a lot of small roasters and very knowledgeable and really kind people. And I met some of them and thought, well, maybe I should give coffee an, a chance and, and see what I can make of it as a career. And um, so I met a few people with uh, Elevator and we started a cafe in 2016. Um, it happened that there was a uh, co-op roasting facility across the street from our cafe and they had a coffee roasting competition the next year and I entered it with my Beemore and I won the competition against coffee pros. And so that was kind of a shock. Um, but that helped launch us as a coffee roasting company. And, uh, so then, um, we operated as a cafe and a roastery for a number of years until the pandemic. And uh, unfortunately, with the pandemic, we closed our cafe, uh, pivoted our business model to um, online and wholesale. And I started competing at the uh, US coffee roasting competitions um, in 2019, um, kind of right before the pandemic. Um, and made it through to the finals, which were supposed to be in Portland in uh, 2020. Uh, but then 
pandemic shut that down. Things got delayed and postponed. Um, and I finally qualified for Boston finals in 2022. And I took fifth place there. And then uh, last year, finals were again in Portland. And so I competed again and this time uh, won the championship, which was mind-blowing and still trying to wrap my head around that. Um, but that brings us up to today. Um, and so, yeah, we're still an online and wholesale-based roastery uh, based in Portland. Yeah, fantastic. Hey, first of all, then congratulations to, to winning the title of U.S. Roasting Champion. That's, uh, that's so fantastic. You also mentioned that once or twice to be more before, and maybe I can reveal something here. That um, I mean, although this video is um, super interesting for anybody to listen, especially the people that are working with the PMORE, they should stay until the end because there will be a special goodie, but more than uh, later in this video. But I, I would like to talk a little bit about coffee roasting championships because this is something like a world, I mean, yeah, we hear about it, but most of the people don't really understand what's going on then. So there so maybe you can talk a little bit about what is going on at the coffee roasting championships what are you doing there what is going to be evaluated and uh, yeah just a little bit an, an, an insight on what's happening there yeah in the u.s and i know this isn't true for every country but we have several rounds in order to qualify for uh the finals um so uh the typical Competition season starts in the fall. There's preliminaries, so those are going on now. Um, usually in around January, February, there's another round called qualifiers. And if you finish in the, uh, I think last year for final, they took 20 competitors. So there's two qualifying competitions. If you finish in the top 10 of either of the qualifiers, then you're eligible to compete in the finals. Um, so that's just how you make it to finals. Uh, the prelims and the qualifier competitions are formatted slightly differently than the finals. We, uh, for, for the first two rounds, we're provided, uh, 20 pounds of green coffee that can be roasted at your roasting facility. You, you do with it what you want, but you need to bring two pounds of roasted coffee to the competition to be blindly judged. And then there's a presentation where you have five minutes to tell the judges how you roast the coffee, what flavors you were expecting to get out of it, and uh, basically your roast style and how that translates to what you got in the cup. And so the judges are evaluating your presentation for accuracy, for flavor calls, and um, but the majority of your score is the judges evaluation where they are blindly cupping all competitors coffee and scoring for things like acidity, aftertaste, aroma, sweetness, balance. Um, but for, for all of these competitions, uh, sweetness and balance take priority. You get double points for those categories. Um, so you want to tune your roast profile. Uh, for balance and for sweetness. Um, finals is slightly different where instead of the coffee being 
set to you ahead of time for roasting in your own facility. Um, the coffee is provided at the competition. Uh, you're able to sample roast it, evaluate the coffee on your own. Um, for, for our finals, we had a small uh, green coffee evaluation that made up a small percentage of your points where you're looking at green coffee, you're grading it for defects, um, you're looking at screen size, density, um, uh, and then you also have a written uh, roast plan element where you um, tell the judges before you turn in your coffee, your final roast of how you expect the coffee to taste, um, what your kind of roast metrics are expected to be, and then you roast your final batches of coffee to present to the judges. They taste everything blind again and uh, score everyone accordingly. Yeah, interesting. And with, is it that then everybody's working on the same roasting machine there. What kind of equipment were you using at the championship? That's right. Yeah. So the um, the last couple of years, we've been using the Stronghold S7 Pro model. And um, yeah. so they had multiple of those units on site that we each had to roast on throughout the competition. Okay. Yeah. And then also you were evaluated on... The quality, the taste of your coffee, but also the prediction of your um, like of your scores that you were giving before. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So they okay. they look at your um, roast plan and compare how accurate your notes are, and uh, you write things down like how much weight loss you expect, uh, what color reading you expect. Yeah, yeah. And then, what kind of coffee was it, by the way? that you were roasting there? Yeah, in the finals, um, it was a coffee provided by um, Atlas Coffee Importers. They had a uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. It was a yeah. um, kind of a co-op coffee, so it was a large variety of screen sizes, uh, densities. Yeah. yeah, so kind of a challenging coffee, but um, it, was, it was actually very good coffee too. So. Yeah, nice. And when you look then, I don't know, are the roasting profiles of you and the other competitors, are they public? So can people look uh, or can also the competitors look into the profiles of the other competitors? Yeah, they they don't make those public. Um, so I, I know just kind of with talking with some of the other competitors, everyone has their own style. I think that's one of the great things about the competition is that each competitor and in the finals there were maybe 20 of us and we all have a unique way of roasting and yet the coffee all tastes great um so that's one of the things it's just a lot of fun about the competition you learn a lot about roasting and other ways to approach the same coffee yeah okay interesting what was your approach or what is kind what is in general your approach of, of roasting coffee yeah um i i like to as much as I can, without getting any roast defects, apply as much heat as I can early in the roast. Um, so my style tends to be apply a lot of heat in the first half of the roast and then taper uh, so that you have a slowing and controlled finish. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of following then... Uh 
or or when you get the new beans that you don't that you didn't know before so kind of you get like on the championships but also from from probably an importer bean that you kind of don't know really how to approach but this is kind of the the factors you look at like the charging temperature or also the airflow the to follow something like rate of rise curves or yeah but are kind of the, the aspects that you that you first tackle when you when you have a new coffee on the table yeah that's a great question I think if I have something from, let's say, a new country that I've never roasted before, I'll look at I'll look at variety, I'll look at processing methods, I'll look at elevation, um, and then if I really haven't done anything similar, um, I might guess and just borrow something from a neighboring country, and apply yeah. that copy so that at least I have some starting point. And then I pay a lot of attention to how that coffee differs if I try to apply a roast curve from some other place, because sometimes that yeah. will vary wildly based on any number of factors. But uh, yeah, that's at least my starting point is to see where it's different from the coffees I know. And then I try to learn more about it as, as I do more batches. How did you like the video so far? I find this interview just so inspiring. There is so much you can learn about coffee roasting. Did you know that one of the main reasons we can get so great people to these interviews is that we have a couple of thousand subscribers in this channel because like that they know if they take their time, there are going to be a lot of people that are going to watch the video then. At the same time, if I'm looking at YouTube, I see that most of the people that are watching these videos don't subscribe to our channel. Therefore, I'm just asking you for a little favor. Take these two seconds of time and subscribe to our channel. You are going to do me, but also the whole coffee roasting community a big favor because the more subscribers we have, the more and bigger guests we can get for these interviews. By the way, if you like this video, you can also give it a like because the more it is liked, the more it's going to be shown on YouTube. So much for that. I thank you very much. But now let's continue with the video. So you're, I mean, obviously a great roastery from the championships, but you have also empathy for the home roasters because you also started as a home roaster and you know all probably the processes and, and the thoughts of a home roaster. So when you can give a recommendation to, to not so experienced roasters on what aspects to look at um, with the highest priority when they want to roast their coffee. Yeah. Um, I... Being somebody who has a degree in math, I, I very much rely on data as I'm roasting. And so to me, the, the two pieces of data that are critical as you're getting started are time and temperature, right? So if you, if you have an end time and you have an end temperature, you can roast a number of different ways to get to that final point. Um, yeah. And that obviously takes some experimentation as far as understanding what roast level you like. So if you have a roast level you yeah. like, you need to learn what temperature do I need to get to, to get that level of roast and how long does the roast yeah. need to take? Um, and if you have less experience, you're going to be experimenting quite a bit to get to that point. Uh, but the experimentation is good. And, um, it, if you let every batch teach you a little bit more about coffee and then how the resulting roast tastes, 
um, after a while, uh, you start to see patterns maybe emerge. Now you're, yeah, you're a commercial roaster. You're doing also the, the championships of coffee roasting. Is it like these two worlds, are they like going into the together? Are they supporting each other or is it more like a different, different world of um, coffee roasting for championships or coffee roasting then for more commercial um, customers? Mm. How do you see that? Yeah. The championships are unique because you're in an unfamiliar setting. You're in an unfamiliar, the roaster is probably new. You probably don't own one. Uh, the green coffee is provided on site. So you've literally seen it for a couple of days. Um, so yep. there's, and then your evaluation is uh, you roast on one day and the judges cup the next day. So really, yeah. All that you care about is the coffee to taste good one day later on the cupping table. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that that absolutely teaches you a lot about how to roast coffee and, and thinking through how do I get coffee to taste really good tomorrow on a cupping table. But that's not necessarily how you would roast uh, for customers who they are not buying the coffee and drinking it tomorrow. They are drinking it on a filter machine at home in four weeks or, you know, so you have a much broader audience that is roasting or, uh, excuse me, brewing under a number of different conditions. And so you have to take more uh, into consideration when you're roasting for a uh, more, more broad audience. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about elevator coffee and then also maybe the elevator coffee customers? So what kind of coffees are you roasting? Are you more fully on the specialty line or do you have a bit of broader range? Is it like, uh, is it like all third wave coffee lovers or do you also serve kind of a broad group of people with, with also more classic coffee tastes? How, yeah, how is it working with, with elevator coffee? Yeah, we're we're very focused. We we're a small company. We only roast, for the most part, light roast coffee. Uh, we're trying yeah. to only get coffees that score above a certain white range and fit sort of our taste profile that we enjoy. Um, so mostly yeah. Central South American, East African coffees, mostly washed coffees. Um, so it's fairly narrow, but I try to also be approachable with the coffees that we're sourcing. So even if you might be new to light roast or specialty coffee, hopefully there's something that you might still enjoy. Um, yeah. yeah, so our, our approach is, I, I think, somewhat conservative in that we get coffees that are fairly approachable, um, but it's also fairly specific. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I would like to, um, yeah, then also give you the opportunity to talk a bit more about Elevator Coffee and where people can find more information about it. But first of all, I would like to announce that this is kind of the first part of an interview because we have um, we have a second part that will be coming soon, and that was also a reason why I approached you in particular because I, yeah, I heard that you've started roasting on the more now I learned that you've been also roasting on the Ilio Bullet then um, on, on your way to becoming a commercial roaster. And um, 
In particular for the Beemore, I think there is not too much information around on how to roast great coffee on it. You've even won championships. And therefore, we will do a second part of this video where we then specifically will talk about the Beemore roaster. I really thank you for, for taking time for that. We will, as soon as it's live, we will post it here. If it's not yet live, then yeah, follow our channel not, not to miss it. But um, yeah, before that, where find, can people find more information about you? Elevator coffee, where can they, they get your coffee if they want to um, taste and, and, and enjoy your coffee? Yeah, so we are primarily online, um, elevator.coffee. And uh, then we have uh, some cafe partners around, um, but mostly we're online. So that's the, the best place to find us. Um, our shipping is pretty much mostly to the U.S., we're trying to expand that right now. And uh, so that's in the works to get more uh, accessible in other places around the world. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. That's where we're most active on social media, uh, Elevator CC. And I'm also on Instagram, Andrew Co. Coffee. Um, so that's a couple places to give us a follow. I will post the links um, also then um, below in the video description. And now I assume you're preparing for, for Taipei for the World Championships in Coffee Roasting? That's right, yeah. So uh, the competition there is November 16th through November 20th. And uh, I'll be leaving um, kind of early in November to spend some time uh, in Taiwan. Um, it's going to be a special trip for me. My my dad is from Taiwan, and so um, he's coming with with me and uh, my wife and my son, and we're going to tour around a little bit for a few days before the competition. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that whole trip. I think it's going to be really really exciting, and can't wait to compete. Um, so yeah, should be should be really really fun. Yeah, all the best wishes to you. I mean, anyway, um, in your life with Elevator Coffee, with your family, but then also especially in November at the World Coffee Championships. And uh, everybody that likes, they can uh, follow Andrew on, on his path to, to Taipei. And uh, I'm going to post the links below. And now uh, all I can say is thanks a lot, Andrew, for, for sharing all that information and insights on 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 the roasting and the roasting championships. Thanks so much, Andrew, for taking your time. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Really looking forward to Taipei, but it's been great chatting with you. I hope this video was fun to watch and it was helpful for you. If you want to know more about coffee roasting, then come to our website, roasttravels.com. We have a lot of information on roasting, but we have also equipment like coffee roasting machines, color meters, books, and many more. In addition to that, a really nice selection of green coffee beans from all over the world. You find a link to our website right here. You could also look through our YouTube channels. We have a lot of videos on coffee roasting, on equipment, but also very inspirational interviews with coffee roasters, coffee traders, and many more. If you have any questions left, then always come back to me. I'm Ingo from Roast Travels, and I look forward to talking to you.